In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Your words were found, and I ate them, and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart. On our trip to Armenia this past month, uh, we gave and received many gifts from family and from friends. However, I don't think any were better and given, given and received than books. We got a couple of great children's books about the Armenian language and culture. We gave away dozens of our kids' gently used books. And that's one great thing about the gift of books. Unlike a box of chocolates, before giving a book, you can actually sample it first. You can even try the whole thing. Books can be assumed, excuse me, consumed again and again. Jeremiah, the prophet whose feast we commemorate this week in the Armenian church on Thursday, and whose words I began with, recommends we consume the books of the Bible again and again. Your words were found and I ate them, and your words became to me a joy and a delight of my heart, exclaims Jeremiah. For I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. Now, Jeremiah is, of course, not being literal here. And although my kids have literally chewed off parts of their books, on occasion, Jeremiah is pointing to a greater truth than that. He's saying that God's word is to be taken in slowly, digested fully, and done repeatedly just as when we physically eat. There's a Francis Bacon, the English philosopher, said it well. He said, some books are to be tasted, others to be swallowed, and some few to be chewed and digested. The words of God, more than any other words, are meant to be enjoyed over and over, fully digested and enjoyed. Now, when we say the words of God, what exactly are we talking about? Well, primarily God's word in the Bible, but also, also the words of worship and prayers like the Heidmerd, because those come completely from the Bible. So we have made a good start today on tasting God's word by coming together and mulling over the sermon, the beautiful hymns, and the prayers of Badarak. But today, my one point is this. Let's not just stop with a little taste. Jeremiah doesn't say taste the words of God. He says eat it, savor it, sit with it and digest it. Just as you can't eat food once a week and expect to survive, you can't taste spiritual food for one hour on Sunday and expect to survive. We have to eat three meals a day, right? And if you're like me, three meals a night as well. Turning this one hour a week holy time into an every hour of the day holy time is perhaps our main challenge to mature as Christians, to take that next step. And the consequences are pretty significant because maybe one hour of church on Sunday can sustain us when we're young and problem-free. 
But when the times of trial come, a work transition in marriage and child rearing, a setback or a sickness, we need more spiritual sustenance than one hour can possibly provide. We need the words of God to be not just something out there we taste, but something in here that sustains. And you know, all the great artists knew this in their own way. If you want to be a good actor, you don't ponder your character, your character from time to time. You take the character into you. You inhabit the role. If you want to be a great writer, you don't write when you can and read books by the pool. You inhabit and digest good writing. The American author Hunter Thompson, he so wanted to be a good writer that he typed out word for word entire books. He typed out Fitzgerald's Great Gatsby. He typed out Hemingway's Farewell to Arms. He digested them and they became a part of him. And because of his crazy artist lifestyle, many are surprised that Thompson loved the Bible and is rumored to have done the same. He digested it word for word. On some level, perhaps, I think he knew that the words of God were never for tasting, but they're for sustenance, to live in and through every day. And that's how the word of God was for the founders of our faith. Our fifth century historian, Yereshe, described the zeal of newly Christian Armenians of the fifth century in this way. The Psalms were their whispering songs and the reading of the Holy Scripture their absolute joy. Every man was a church in himself and a priest as well. That is, we aren't dependent on visits to holy ground when our life is holy ground. We aren't dependent on spiritual leaders when we have taken the lead in our God-gifted lives. And we aren't grasping for God's word in a crisis if God's word is within us. So yes, by all means, come often to St. Hagob Church and take in and taste of the words of God. But just don't stop there. Sunday is not the end of reflecting God's word for the week. It's just the beginning. So let's immerse ourselves in daily scripture. Listen to faith-based podcasts if you like those. Watch a St. Hagop sermon if you missed it. Join diocesan Vemkar live streams, which are very good. There's never been a time in history where it's more easy to have spiritual food available to us for our souls. And if we partake of God's word every day, then it no longer stays outside of us, but like food, it literally becomes a part of us. As Jeremiah of old ate God's word and was transformed, let us daily consume God's spirit-filled word until it becomes a part of us and we become a part of it now and always.